Welcome to the Local War on Breast Cancer, the podcast. I'm Sherry Jackson. CBS 42 is partnering with UAB Comprehensive Cancer Center throughout the month of October, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, to address this disease that is diagnosed in 4,000 people in Alabama each year. Breast cancer will claim at least 700 lives in our state this year, but there is a battle on the health front, research, detection, and treatment to save those lives. And that's what the local war on cancer is all about. You've seen it on our nightly newscasts. This is CBS 42 News at 6. This is from an interview on October 1st. I talked with UAB medical oncologist Dr. Gabrielle Rock. Thank you for talking with us about the importance of Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Let's first talk about screening and how significant it is for people. Thank you for having me here today. It's important for us to be raising awareness for breast cancer. And we really need to emphasize that women need to be screened for breast cancer. This is a common disease. And starting at age 40, we should be screening and women should have a mammogram every year starting at age 50. During our newscast, we talked about why those at higher risk for breast cancer with a family history, including African-American women, are advised to start even earlier. Absolutely. For those women who have a family history of breast cancer in particular, it's very important that they're screened early, that they're in high-risk screening programs. We usually recommend that those women start screening 10 years before their relatives that had breast cancer. Throughout Breast Cancer Awareness Month, women are encouraged to learn the signs of breast cancer, notice and tell your doctor about any changes, continue or start doing breast self-exams, and get that baseline screening mammogram. But what happens when those women discover something abnormal in the breast? A lump. For that, we're taking a journey to a place where doctors determine what that lump means and if after their search, they need to destroy. We're here at UAB's Kirkland Clinic uh, with the Comprehensive Cancer Center inside the Breast Health Clinic talking with Dr. Caroline Reich about breast imaging and diagnostics and this is part of the journey for someone who has found a lump and been sent to a next stage. So when you first come in you'll have the mammogram performed. Those images will be checked by a radiologist and then you'll be taken to the ultrasound room to have the ultrasound performed. The tech will get you set up and do the initial scan but then a radiologist comes in and scans as well. The radiologist will tell you during that process if they think that this is something benign, such as a cyst, or if they are concerned that enough that they may need to do a biopsy or take a sample of tissue of what they see. It's important for patients to understand that we biopsy anything that has greater than a 2% chance of being malignant. So the vast majority of things that we biopsy are actually going to be benign. But there's such an overlap, there's such a gray area between the way a cancer can look and a benign process that we err on the side of being very confident when we let a patient go that there is nothing that they need to be worried about. And so what we've seen in the time I've been here this morning, we've seen these teams of people uh, working in different stations. Tell me about your team, how many people you have here and how many diagnostic and uh, mammogram screenings are you doing? We have seven radiologists that work in the breast um, clinic here, and we do approximately 70 screening mammograms a day, and probably 50 um, diagnostic um, 
evaluations, including diagnostic mammography and sonography, and then we also do biopsies on top of that. So we have a very busy clinic every day working to evaluate patients from the beginning, from screening all the way to finding out their diagnosis so that they can move on to surgery. For, for the person who has, this is all new to them, and we're calling this the local war on breast cancer, um, to, to talk about how far we've come, where we are today, what would you say to people about where screening uh, is today versus where it was, where women would complain, it's, ah, it's so uncomfortable to get this mammogram? Well, fortunately, the newer technology that would, that is coming onto the market is is addressing some of the common patient complaints. We still have compression with every form of mammography, whether it's 2D or 3D, but their new designs of the newest machines are structured so that the compression is much more tolerable in and of itself, and the time that you're in compression is much shorter. So it's so much easier now for a woman to endure a mammogram than it was in the past. If results are negative for abnormalities in a screening, you'll receive a letter explaining that. If there are abnormalities, like a lump discovered with that screening mammogram, Dr. Reich, who, by the way, is the UAB Comprehensive Cancer Center Breast Imaging Medical Director, tells me patients are asked to come in for the diagnostic breast exam. The first thing that we want to figure out is we want to anatomically characterize that lump and find out more about it. So there are two imaging studies that we do on every patient that ha comes in with something that we say is palpable. We do a diagnostic mammogram as well as an ultrasound. The diagnostic mammogram, the patient comes in, the tech gets a history from the patient, finds out where this a palpable area is, puts a tiny BB on that spot, and special images of the breasts are taken focused on that area. One of the things that we're trying to do is reduce any overlapping tissue so that we can see the margins if it's, if it's a solid mass, it's round, if it's sometimes we see on mammography distortion as a result of um, something that's growing in the breast, it may pull the tissue and what, so we want to, that's another manifestation that we're looking for. So we want to get special images, special mammogram images that are able to clarify whatever might be in the breast. But sometimes we can't see with mammography all of the anatomy that's there and ultrasound gives us additional information. In patients that have very dense breast, masses can be obscured by the dense fibroglandular tissue. So ultrasound gives us another way to look for something in the breast. And even when we can see a mass on mammography, there are several different types of masses that a woman can have. The most common palpable lesion in the breast is actually a benign cyst, just a fluid-filled mass that is usually totally inconsequential. If the patient is having pain, it can be drained, but most of those will go away on their own. And ultrasound can give us a very clear picture if this is a fluid-filled mass or if it's solid. If it's solid, then we look on ultrasound for several additional types of anatomic um, variants that can give us a suggestion whether this is likely to be a benign process or likely to be cancer. Some cysts are solid, considered a complex cyst. This could be associated with fibrocystic changes. Complex cysts can also be a combination of fluid and tissue. These are typically biopsied. It's very important to understand the biopsy results 
And that's one of the advantages of working with breast specialists like the people at UAB because we check every pathology report that comes in to be sure that it's what we call concordant or agrees with the imaging findings. There are several notable um, pathologies that, are, that we have to be aware of that we call high-risk lesions. These um, high-risk lesions can either be precursors to cancer or they are commonly associated with cancer. And in those situations, even though the actual pathology is benign, we feel that it's very important that we refer those patients to a surgeon so that that small area of tissue can be taken out and examined more fully to be sure that there are no associated cancers that are there or that we've taken out something that could later develop to be a cancer. Dr. Reich explains the three options you'll face at a diagnostic evaluation for a palpable lump. You could be told that it's benign, it's a cyst, go home, you don't ever have to worry about this again. You could be told that it is worrisome and we, we want to schedule a biopsy because we think it looks like there's greater than a 2% chance of it being malignant. But there are people that fall into the 0 to 2% slot where we think that it's very likely that what we see is benign. There are some, there are lots of solid masses in the breast that are benign, fibroadenomas. We see these commonly. And um, we do, what we like to do with these patients is bring them back in six months and repeat the ultrasound and make sure it hasn't changed. So there, you know, there really are three options. It can be benign or it can be, we can be worried that it's malignant or we can feel confident that we can follow it in six months and check and see if it's changed in that time. If it has changed, then we'll do a biopsy then, but we would never let somebody be followed unless we thought there was less than a 2% chance of cancer. Are they able to sometimes see things in that second stage of diagnostic mammography and ultrasound that they can see right away that, yeah, you we're, this is a cancer? There are certain findings on imaging, anatomic things that we can see with both mammography and ultrasound that make us feel very confident that it is likely to be cancer. And in those cases, the point of the biopsy is to go ahead and get a tissue diagnosis so that the surgeon can have a better plan of attack when they get ready to do the, the surgery. So the, we may be, you know, 90%, 95% certain that what we're going to um, biopsy is cancer. And the point of doing the biopsy is to get the information to help the surgeon for better surgical planning. We'll explore surgical planning in an upcoming CBS 42 Local War on Breast Cancer, the podcast with UAB's Comprehensive Cancer Center. Going beyond the mammogram. Right. Um, when, when a per person hears, my tissue is dense, mm -hmm. what types of things should they pay attention to? Well, like we were talking about, it's important to get your pathology report. It's very important for a patient to look at their mammography report and to educate themselves. It is a requirement in all radiology reports where we report mammogram results that we give the patient an understanding of their tissue density. There are four basic tissue types, density types. There is predominantly fatty breast. There are breasts with scattered fibroglandular elements, breasts that we call heterogeneously dense, and breasts that are extremely dense. And what's important for a patient to know is if their breast tissue is heterogeneously dense or extremely dense, the sensitivity of mammography for picking up masses, subtle calcifications, and subtle distortion is reduced. So that is, all the letters that come out for the patients educate them. If they have, Alabama law requires that we, when we send a mammo result to a patient, 
that they are informed of their tissue density if it's heterogeneously dense or extremely dense. And the patients are advised to talk to their primary care physician about any particular supplemental screening that might be beneficial. If someone has dense breast and has a family history of breast cancer, then I think it is important to get a full risk assessment to talk to someone at, um, that can do an analysis of your family history, that can ask you all the right questions to see what is the likelihood that you might develop breast cancer during your lifetime. Because if your lifetime risk for developing breast cancer is over 20%, then most insurance companies will pay for you to have a screening breast MRI. And screening breast MRI takes our anatomic evaluation of the breast to another level. And with MRI, we're able to add the advantage of giving intravenous contrast material. And cancers, some cancers will pick up this contrast material and become visible where just based on anatomy alone, you would not be able to see them. So it's this actual uptake of contrast material that can make the, the cancer actually visible. So some patients are good candidates to include screening MRI in addition to their yearly screening mammogram. Unfortunately, we do not have technology that covers every particular presentation of breast cancer. Some cancers that are manifested with small calcifications are best detected on mammography. Some of these, cal these cancers, early cancers, are best seen on contrast-enhanced studies such as contrast-enhanced mammo or contrast-enhanced MRI. It's hard to find one study that fits every person. It's a harsh reality, but the screenings don't catch all the cancers. And that's important for pe patients to know that, that screening mammography detects 85 to 90 percent of the cancers that are out there, but there are cancers that are not detected by screening mammography. So as a result, doing self-breast exams is an incredibly important part of good health care. And patients need to be aware of their breast, what they feel like, what they look like, and notice any type of change. And if they see any type of change, they need to report that to their physician. And also understanding your own risk factors. If you have two or more first degree relatives that have had breast cancer, for example, if you have a sister and a mother that have had breast cancer, then the likelihood that you might have a genetic um, predisposition for breast cancer increases and you might wanna consider genetic testing. So there are so many more things in addition now to just the imaging that, that um, are involved in this whole consideration of how to protect women and how to help them find cancer at the earliest possible time. What is it um, you would say to someone who may be listening um, and who may just go do that mammogram and not necessarily pay attention to doing the breast self-exam on why it, it really is important? Well, in addition to um, getting a screening mammogram and doing the breast self-exam, it's very important to, to know your family history, if it's at all possible, and to discuss the possibility of getting genetic testing. Because if it, it's important to know if your mother had breast cancer at an early age, premenopausal breast cancer, then the likelihood of you developing it at, at an early age is increased, and insurance companies pay for screening mammography to be performed much earlier if there is a family history that is that strong. So those are other additional important factors. It's not just, I'm a woman and it's time for me to get a mammogram. Your, the context, your family history is very important. Every time I say that, I have to follow that with the statement, 
that the majority of people who develop breast cancer do not have a family history. So it's, the flip side is not true. Nobody in your family has had breast cancer. You cannot be flippant about it yourself. But if you do have a family history, then you really need to be vigilant. Next week on CBS 42, Local War on Breast Cancer, the podcast, we're talking genetic testing with UAB radiation oncologist Dr. Eddie Yang, who is the vice chairman of translational science for the Comprehensive Cancer Center and Roar Southeast Cancer Foundation Endowed Chair. You've been listening to my interview with Dr. Caroline Reich, the UAB Comprehensive Cancer Center Breast Imaging Center Medical Director. We also heard from UAB medical oncologist Dr. Gabrielle Rock. I'll leave you with this final question to Dr. Reich. Can women in 2018 feel confident about breast health and if there is a problem that it can be found, it can be um, that early detection still matters in treating cancers? I am so glad you asked me that question because it's so important for women to understand that if a cancer is found early, meaning less than a centimeter in size, 95% of women survive five years. It's huge. It's so important to find it when it's small because your chances of survival is, are, are, are so much greater. I'm Sherry Jackson. This is a CBS 42 Local War on Breast Cancer, the podcast.